Welcome to Native New Health. Let's get started. Native New Health will address specific health concerns that plague our people. So the first step is regular exercise. Try this at home. It's up to you what you like to put on, but it's very simple and quick. Exercise regularly. We cannot emphasize this enough. Welcome to Native New Health, an exciting program designed for Native people by Native people. We will show you how to achieve a quality of life that most people only dream about. I'm Ed Dunn, and I'm of Ojibwe heritage from Northern Ontario, Canada, and uh, Upper Michigan and Wisconsin. And this is my friend, Gina. Thank you, Ed. Hi, I'm Gina Gabosh. I'm Korean Buntuk Wichin from Opaskwet Cree Nation in Northern Manitoba, Canada. And I am so excited about being a part of this program because I know it's gonna make a difference for native people everywhere. Well, come on in. Feet the gray. We are here with some friends in this beautiful log cabin out in nature, not only to tell you about these problems, but what you can do about them. Well, let's get started. The first health concern we're going to deal with is understanding diabetes. Why have our people been hit so hard by diabetes? Really, the answer is simple. A dramatic lifestyle change in the past 80 to 100 years, even more. We were a culture of people who are what we call survivalists, meaning that our ancestors had to work hard just to supply their basic needs in life. We walked to get where we were going, we chopped wood to keep warm and hunted, and fished for food to eat. We had not been assimilated into the European lifestyle, so this survivalist lifestyle had a lot to do with keeping our people in good physical shape. But within the last 80 years, Things have changed, and the changes have been dramatic. The government introduced welfare programs which gave financial assistance to our people who lived in areas where it became hard to survive off the land and where it was difficult or impossible to find work to provide for their families. So most Native people quickly became dependent on this welfare just to survive, but realistically, all this was brought about by the fact that the vast hunting and fishing lands in one way or another became regulated or taken away from us. These events precipitated a drastic lifestyle change in our culture. With modern conveniences coming to our reserves and reservations, the rugged, the natural lifestyle that we knew so well has been left behind. Yes, Gina. Big changes have come to our people. Almost all the jobs we need to make a living are found in the cities. There are little or no jobs available on our reservations and reserves. So, generally speaking, we have now become a sedentary, overweight, stressed out culture. To top it all off, and partially as a result of all this, our eating habits have changed drastically. What we eat now, refined foods loaded with fat, sugar, salt, and empty calories have replaced wholesome vegetables, fruits, whole grains, and healthy clean meats. 
Most of all, these changes have happened within the last 50 to 60 years. The health of our present generation is dramatically different than the generation before us. Unfortunately, for these and other reasons, our culture doesn't have a very healthy report card. We have three to six times the problem with diabetes because of our lifestyle. And we are dying 20 plus years earlier in general than people of other North American cultures. And sadly, our suicide rate is 10 times higher. But we are here to tell every Native brother and sister that it doesn't have to be this way. There is a way out, and we want to show you how. You're right, Gina. We can reverse this trend. And that's what Native New Health is all about. And that's why we're so glad you've joined us. Now, probably the reason that you've joined us for this program is that you've realized for yourself or maybe your friends and family that you're not as healthy as you could be or should be. Or maybe your spouse sees that you need some changes in your life to make yourself healthier. But whatever the reason, we're glad you're joining us. This program will deal with the major health issues that are affecting our people today. Some of these include diseases like diabetes, suicide, alcoholism, depression, and many more. Each of these programs will be of benefit to all of us, our families, and our friends. This session and the next will help you deal with the problem of diabetes and what you can do about it. This disease can cause nerve destruction, blindness, strokes, infections, and amputations. Every year, 150,000 full leg and foot amputations are caused by diabetes. Every day, 70,000 new patients start dialysis as a result of diabetes. And one out of every three Native people will be adversely affected by diabetes. Diabetes is the number one disease in Native peoples throughout the United States and Canada. So, what is diabetes anyway? Sometimes referred to as sugar diabetes, this is a debilitating disease caused by the inability of our body to metabolize or process glucose or sugar, fat and protein. Because glucose is the transport system of energy, food and oxygen to all cells in the body, when it is disrupted, the results are deadly. It is essentially a disease of physical degeneration due to years of wrong diet and a lack of physical exercise. To better understand diabetes, let us illustrate some marvelous things that happen inside our bodies. Our body is made up of billions of cells. Each of the cells is like a little motor creating energy that keeps us alive. The gas or fuel, if you please, that keeps these motor cells working is what we call glucose or sugar which comes from the foods and liquids we eat and drink. This sugar fuel is carried to every cell in our body through our bloodstream in a marvelous railroad track-like system. So how do those um, fuel sugars actually get into the cells anyway? Each of our cells has little doors that appear on the surface of the cell when it is hungry. Here is where other special characters that are also carried around in the bloodstream do a special work. These characters are produced by your pancreas. Your pancreas is about the size of a TV handheld remote. 
These characters we call insulin have hands, if you please. They do the work of grabbing the sugars in the bloodstream, opening the cell doors, and then injecting the sugar fuels into the cells that is needed for them to create energy for survival. Now, if the pancreas that produces these insulin characters isn't working properly, it can produce some major health problems, namely diabetes. The cells can run out of fuel because the body is not producing the necessary insulin to metabolize and carry the sugars that feed them. Have you ever seen a person go into what's called insulin shock? That person often will faint and slip into a coma. Others who see this happening to a diabetic often think maybe this person is drunk or having a heart attack. In reality, their blood cells are not being fed. The insulin in their bodies is not doing its work for one reason or another. The person may feel sick, run out of energy, and is unable to carry on normal daily activities. Stress on the heart, liver, kidneys, and other organs begins to take place due to the lack of energy from the necessary sugar or fuel they need to function properly. Other major problems may develop when these insulin molecules, they can't do their job. They can't deliver the sugar into the body cells like they're supposed to. The basic consequence is lack of food and oxygen to the cells resulting in serious problems such as gangrene in the legs, feet and arms, possibly insulin shock and a diabetic coma. Friends, diabetes causes a multitude of problems and you need to avoid it like a plague. Here we need to mention the more rare type of diabetes. It is called type 1 diabetes or juvenile diabetes. This is triggered when something happens in your system so that your pancreas will no longer produce the insulin you need to get the sugars or fuel into the doors of your body cells. Damage to the pancreas can be caused as a result of several different things. One of them is um, alcohol, alcoholism, uh, drug abuse, um, severe allergic reaction, a viral infection, or even an accident. Sometimes children develop type 1 diabetes as a result of damage to the pancreas caused by allergies to cow's milk. This is why doctors encourage mothers to breastfeed their children or use formulas which are not made from dairy products. It has been shown that in addition to harmful viruses, the natural antibodies in the mother cow's milk, which protect the baby calf from disease, when ingested by a child, may attack and kill the insulin producing cells of the human child's pancreas. This, of course, disrupts the work of insulin production in the pancreas needed to metabolize the sugars necessary to fuel the child's body cells. People with type 1 diabetes most often have to rely on insulin shots because the insulin producing cells from their pancreas just don't work anymore. However, 90% of us who have diabetes have type 2 diabetes. And what's scary about that is that 50% of us don't even know that we have it. And this could be you. At this time, I'd like you to listen to some important information from an expert in the field of diabetes. What Gina and Ed are doing is extremely important for people to understand one of the major diseases of today. There's a real epidemic of diabetes nowadays. 
And a diabetes is a disease, uh, in a way, it affects millions of people. On the other hand, it, nothing hurts when you have diabetes. You become just kind of a sweet person, too much sugar in your blood. And what it is, is that uh, sugar level has to be maintained within specific limit, not to exert any bad effects on our body. On the other hand, sugar has to be utilized by every cell in the body to make energy. Because what, whatever energy, you know, when you plug your TV, your energy comes from electricity. The same energy for the cells and for muscles and for brain and for fat, for legs to move, for heart to beat, all this energy comes from a little molecule of sugar when it comes inside the cell. So when, when those cells are unable to take sugar away from the blood and utilize it appropriately, then the sugar levels go up in the blood, and that's what we call diabetes. That's a disease of inability of using sugar molecules to create energy for our body to function properly. Now, some people lack insulin, and that is disease that we call type 1 diabetes. Their pancreas simply cannot, for whatever reason, and we we'll, may get back to that, cannot produce enough insulin to uh, take care of sugar in the blood. The other people could produce insulin, but for whatever reason, again, it's not working properly. And if it's not working properly, or it's not enough of it to take care of a body's needs, then people develop type 2 diabetes. And that is the type that is mainly associated with being overweight. And that is the type of diabetes that is so prevailing right now. That when we talk about epidemic of diabetes, this is type 2 mainly, rather than type 1 right now is approximately 7% of the population in the United States have diabetes. And 7% is a huge number from 300 million of us in this country. 7% is a huge number. The even more astonishing number is that if we don't do anything, if we don't change the lifestyle, the preventive uh, uh, strategies that we have, that from people born in the year 2000, every third will go on to develop diabetes. So that will be 30% of individuals who develop diabetes as they grow older. So some will develop diabetes at the age of 20, some will 40, 60, and what have you. But overall, every third from new generation of our grandchildren you know, uh, will go on to develop diabetes. So this is the numbers. Very, very important question, whether or not all these uh, ethnical groups are equally susceptible to diabetes. Because diabetes is going up essentially through the entire planet, everywhere. But some people are more susceptible to those changes. And those people are uh, Hispanics, uh, African Americans, and Native Americans. And particularly, it's striking in Native Americans. That, and the reason for that is, obviously nobody knows, because we don't know the molecular molecules that lead to diabetes. We don't know precise cause of diabetes. Had I known, I would have won a Nobel Prize tomorrow. But it, 
uh, we, we really don't know. But epidemiologically, we can see that these are the people who change their lifestyle so dramatically into unhealthy way of Western civilization that brings it to us. And their genetic makeup is not set up to cope with that appropriate in a, in a different way. So they were hunters and gatherers, you know, much longer than maybe others were. And so now they, they don't have to run around all day long to get that. And the food is available. And what is also important that the unhealthy food is cheaper. It's easier to get it. It's more expensive to be on a diet. When you have to go and look for good salads or lean meat or fish or what have you, seafood, it's more expensive than just eat two buns and a little hamburgers in between. And that is critical, that lack of physical activity that we used to be accustomed to and cheaper food, macaroni and cheese, buns and what have you, uh, candies. Uh, hugely important is, the, uh, uh, is a drink, what people drink, particularly all these sugary flavored drinks. That is absolutely no note for prevention of uh, diabetes, to stay away from this. And people do it. And so the, it's not the genetic makeup of these people is very different. If they just, upon this predisposition, they pile up unhealthy way of living. And that's what happens. Diabetes is still a leading cause of blindness in this country. The, if you go in uh, to hospital where people on kidney dialysis, majority of them are diabetics. Because diabetes affects kidneys so bad in, in a way that kidneys stop functioning properly. The number one non-traumatic amputation of low extremity is diabetes, the cause for that. Because obviously there are some traumas that people lose their legs, but if it's non-trauma related amputation, diabetes is number one. Uh, a reason for those dreaded complications of diabetes. Lifestyle is absolutely critical for both the development of diabetes and prevention of diabetes. Absolutely. The 80% of patients with type 2 diabetes are overweight. It doesn't mean that everyone who is overweight is going to develop diabetes, but chances are going through the roof of a person who is overweight. And what is being overweight is a consequences of lifestyle. Weight gain is a product of two things. First of all, we eat too much, consume too much energy. And second, we're not spending too much energy. So the balance between these two is what constitutes the lifestyle. So one has to eat slightly less and spend more to go and exercise or be active, physically active. And my one number one rule is for people to have a Drasnin mile, which is walk 60 minutes a day. 20 minute walk is one Drasnin mile, and I recommend three of those Drasnin miles a day for everyone just simply walking. The other rule is, is to eat healthy, to be on a healthy diet. And there's certain, we'll probably get back to that and discuss, there's certain items one should not eat if one is concerned with the weight and being overweight or treating diabetes. 
For someone who is running all day long on a uh, track team in a school, or playing soccer, or whatever, it probably doesn't make that much difference. But for kids who are playing computer games, or for people who are sitting at the desk all day long, uh, or their work does not require any physical activity, this is critical to change the lifestyle, what they eat, and how much energy they spend. Type 2 diabetes is what we call a lifestyle degenerative disease. And really, this means that it's caused mostly by our uh, poor lifestyle choices. We learned earlier that the lack of insulin causes diabetes, and here's what happens to those afflicted with diabetes type 2. As the insulin delivers the sugar fuels from the bloodstream to the body cells, they run into problems trying to open the cell doors to push in the sugar fuels. The locks on the doors are gummed up, so the doors can't be opened. So why is that, Gina? Well, that's because the cells are already full of sugar and there's no room for more. They keep their doors shut so the insulin can't push more sugar in. Why are they full and not using up the sugar? Now, this is a really important point. It's because we just don't get enough exercise. It takes physical exercise to burn the stored up sugar fuels within the cells. When the person is not active, the sugar fuel isn't being used. Therefore, it accumulates in the cells and the cell doors close so new sugar fuel can't be delivered by the insulin. And then what happens? The blood thickens like syrup because of the excess sugar floating around. The blood sugar level becomes very high the high level of sugar in your system is like dirt in your engine oil. Your car can still start, but it doesn't run at peak performance. Just like your car, if you put sugar in your gas tank, it will gum up the engine. Excess sugar in the bloodstream thickens the blood, and this is very harmful to the blood vessels, heart, and kidneys. This is why most people who are diabetic start feeling sluggish and weak. They just don't have the energy level or, or the strength that they used to have. So when the bloodstream becomes polluted with excess sugar, the insulin then tries to store this excess in the fat cells and then the kidney cells. When the kidney cells are full, the kidney eliminates the excess sugar into the urine. One of the first indications of a person who is developing type 2 diabetes is that they have to urinate more frequently than normal and they feel thirsty often. Another sign that you may have diabetes is a numbness in your feet or a tingling pain in your legs. This is a result of progressive nerve damage to the limbs caused by poor blood flow and excess sugar in the bloodstream, resulting in a lack of nutrients and oxygen to the cells. This is a serious problem that can lead to amputations. My name is Saul Bird Moccasin and uh, I'm I come from two tribes, actually. My dad was a full-blood Choctaw, and my mom was full-blood Cherokee. They both passed away. My mom passed away because of uh, diabetes complications, heart failure. There are 10 of us, 10 children. I have uh, four brothers and five sisters. The majority of them are diabetic. My brother, one of my brothers, actually the second youngest in the family, a brother, died recently, just a month ago or so, from complications of diabetes. Uh, he had some adverse effects of diabetes 
after he found out he was diabetic, uh, that, uh, for example, uh, he had to undergo uh, blood dialysis. Uh, his kidneys were functioning at only 50%. Um, and he didn't know any of that before he was uh, diagnosed as diabetic. First uh, amputation that he had was just his toes. Uh, four toes on his left foot and three toes on his right foot were amputated. Uh, then the diabetes and other complications just progressed so quickly that uh, he had to have both feet uh, amputated. And then that didn't stop at that. He had to have both legs below the knee amputated. Uh, and most of the fingers on both of his hands were amputated. And uh, it was so complicated that even though they would amputate some of his fingers, for example, they would have to go back within 24 hours to amputate even more just because they didn't get what they thought they should have. Now, I got to the point of where I suffered heart disease and had bad heart disease. I've had two uh, open heart surgeries. Um, and during the second open heart surgery, uh, the, uh, the chest cavity was packed with ice so they could keep it cool. And uh, it affected one of my lungs, my right lung, the nerve that tells me to breathe. And so I don't have a right, the use of my right lung anymore. And so the complications that can come from diabetes and heart disease are just incredible. And so I've not only suffered that, but I also suffer from eye disease, uh, diabetic uh, retinopathy, as well as uh, macular degeneration. And my right eye is worse than my left eye. Sometimes I can't read if my left eye is closed and uh, just reading to my right eye only. I can't do that. Right? So I don't look forward to it, but someday I suppose I'll be blind as a result of diabetes. My son, as I mentioned, He's just turned 34 years old, and he just—he was just diagnosed as diabetic. And so I think uh, if I had been more aware through education and through taking care of my own health that uh, it would happen at such a young age, I would have been more careful when I was a younger parent to watch what he ate, watch his exercise. And so I'm just thankful that uh, I'm where I am now to be able to to say something about it, you don't need two open heart surgeries. You don't need to worry about having only one lung. As children, you need to watch very, very carefully what you eat, uh, uh, what kind of exercise you're getting in order to prevent diabetes uh, and, and its ravaging effects on the body. I believe that there are some factors uh, that diabetics have to be concerned about. That's holistic health care, uh, not just caring for your body, but your spiritual uh, growth and maturity also. I think that if you show me, for example, uh, a diabetic who's spiritually grounded, I can show you a diabetic who's probably got his blood sugars under control. I think there's an understanding that we need to have that we need to be grateful for who we are the gifts that uh, our grandfather have, has given to us, and we need to understand that uh, we can impact our health care, our, our own health uh, personally, uh, by looking at a holistic approach to who you are as a Native American or as a human being. 
And that means looking at yourself spiritually. Uh, I'm not going to preach and say that you belong to this church or to that church, but uh, whatever uh, you do to mature spiritually is going to be helpful for your diabetes treatment. Friends, as sad as this devastating disease can be, there is hope for you. That's right, Gina, there is hope. In our next session, we will learn how to manage and even reverse diabetes. So uh, cheer up. We want you to join us next time. We'll be looking for you.